0: Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Psalm 139 is a tremendous psalm that teaches some core truths about who God is. Let's read through the whole thing and then we'll make some comments as we move toward the end of the psalms. So here we go. O Lord, you've searched me and known me. Search me, O God, and know my heart; try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. So if you check out that first, if you want to call it a stanza, verses 1 through 6, it's talking about God's knowledge, his intimate knowledge of each of us. He knows our lying down and our getting up, he knows words before they're on our tongue. And that's incredible to consider. I hope you believe that's actually true. This isn't just some like metaphoric, hyperbolic language that's trying to make God sound better than He is. God, the God of the universe, the God we worship, intimately knows each of us. One passage says He knows the number of hair on our head, hairs on our head. I believe that's completely true. And if it is true, think about that. Seven or eight billion people on earth that are alive right now, plus everyone who's ever lived before us. This is a huge God who knows us in a very, very small, detailed way, which is mind-boggling. Had a friend that I worked with several years ago, and she's since gone on to do very great things. She's become uh, the the top in her industry or in her field, and she wrote a book, and recently some friends of mine were at an event where she was and signing this book. I'm trying to be purposely vague. I don't want to distract you with the details of who it is, but my friends who were there said, hey, uh, we're friends with Matt Reister, and I know that you guys work together and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the report came back to me. She says, oh, yeah, Matt, we had a great time together and tell him hi. Well, I I was kind of surprised that she even could put me, you know, bring, bring me to mind. I was impressed that she remembered me. I thought, wow, that's kind of cool. But she holds not a candle to the God of the universe, right? And the God of the universe— knows you and me intimately, not just by name, but intimately. And he cares for us. And so this is amazing. God is omniscient. He knows everything about everybody, and he cares about us enough that he would send his son Christ to fix the biggest problem that any of us ever have, which is our sin problem with God, the fact that we have offended him greatly. And he sends his son to live a perfect life, to die on the cross Open a way for us to get rid of that offense so we can be clothed with the righteousness of Christ. This is an amazing, amazing God, creator of the universe, who sustains galaxies we haven't even discovered yet. And he knows us and cares for us. It's incredible. The second stanza, verses seven through twelve, it's talking about God's not as not his omniscience, but his omnipresence. He's everywhere. All the time. I, you can't escape from him. You go to the deepest part of the sea, he's still there. You hide under the cover of darkness, he's still there. Darkness isn't even darkness to him. Darkness is light to him. And so here we have two key Elements of the character of God. He knows everything and He's everywhere all the time. And then I love this third stanza, stanza, which talks about God being active in knitting us together in our mother's womb. Even when we were in our mother's womb, He was creating us to be who we were. This obviously has implications for what we believe about life, its beginning, what the value of it is to God. And it says later on in that stanza that our days were written before one of them even happened. Uh, My dad is in the risk category for coronavirus, and he's being smart, but he's also unwilling to lock himself in his basement and stay there forever. He wants to live while he's alive. And so he just reminds me that his days are numbered. And if It's the Lord's will for him to die in this certain day or that certain day. That's what it's going to be. And that doesn't mean he's fatalistic or he's irresponsible or that we can be, you know, cavalier about those kind of things. But he's just saying, listen, I already know that God knows my days and I'm not going to fear, you know, what can come get me uh, this virus or anything else because God has got this all in control. So what's up with verses 19 through 22? Oh, that you would slay the wicked, oh God. And he's hating these people, and this sounds like it's okay. So this raises up a bunch of questions. There are some psalms where the psalm writer kind of calls out his enemies and asks God to punish them severely. Well, this raises a whole other set of questions, which we'll explore more tomorrow in another psalm that goes further. Into this kind of detail. Lord, thank you for being a big God. Thank you for being omniscient, knowing everything, omnipresent, everywhere, all the time. Thank you for, even though you're so huge and vast and unimaginable, for creating us and knowing us intimately and caring enough about us to redeem us, sinful, dirty, unworthy people that we are. Pray that you'd help us to respond to that kind of love and grace. Appropriately, so we could make your name known to others who don't know you yet. Amen.
0: The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30 minute worship services at ChristianCrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts.